Yo, what up? This is your boy Checo. This is your boy Noi. What up? And this is Compas Unfiltered. Thank you guys for listening, for watching. Make sure you guys follow all of our social media. Subscribe and like. And make sure you go rate us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Make sure you drop a comment on YouTube. Uh, like and subscribe. Yes, sir. Enjoy the episode. Episode one, two, three, and we're back. What up, compa? What it what it is, bro? What up? <laughs> he threw me off. The locutor voice came in and shit. I was like, oh, a huevo, way. Uh, you know Jalisco shit, right? Period. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I knew she was gonna jump in. Our guest today, paisana de Jalisco, Carla. What Thank up, you for y'all? coming to the pod. Thank you for having what me. What up? What up? Welcome, welcome to Compas Unfiltered. Um, you have your own pod. I do. I've been listening. It's awesome. I yeah. I really enjoy it. No. What I you. what I my opinion is that you have a talent, bro. Because no way. 100%. You do most of your pods by yourself. Mm-hmm. I try to do one by myself and I couldn't even get through like 2 minutes of it. Where I was like, fuck, man, I found fucking stupid. Like there's no one here really? to like that feedback, right? Mm-hmm. Like so and I hear other pods when they do it, I'm like, how the fuck do they do it? Like I, I can't. So that's a talent for me, for like, for real. Really? Like, that's badass. And you know what's crazy? I feel like my episodes by myself, I get nervous because I am by myself. Like, I have to keep the conversation going and, you know, talk about the topics and you, whatever it is that I'm talking about at right. that moment, you know? So to hear that, I'm actually kind of shocked because I feel like my best episodes are with guests, to be honest. Right. I mean, if I'm being honest, because it's natural, it's natural to, to talk, right? exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like once I have someone there, like to give me feedback, even the last one that I did with uh, my friend Melo, I don't know if you guys know him, um, but it was really natural for me to have that conversation because obviously I've known him for a long time. We have a lot to talk about. Um, and then the episode that I was going to drop this week, which I haven't even posted was by myself. And I'm just like, fuck, like, I don't know if I should post it. I get really in my head sometimes, but gotcha. we're our biggest critic. Of yes. course. hundred percent. Mm-hmm. That's what we are. No, I mean, I, I, I see it from like the podcaster view, right? Cause obviously of we course. do podcasting ourselves right. and I try to myself so I can, uh, I have an appreciation for people who could do it just well, cause I know you. I can't, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, hundred percent, your guests are awesome as well. You've oh, had really good guests. Like I said, I've been binging for the last couple of days, trying, oh, to, trying to trying to trying to get to know you. Notes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to get to know something. That's how I was like, paisana de Jalisco. Yes, yes. Uh, born in Jalisco, right? Born in Jalisco, Guadalajara. Guadalajara. Yes, born oh. there. Came here when I was five years old, um, and been here ever since. Never went back. Loving it. Loving it in Aurora, eight town. Eight town. So you guys came straight to Aurora. No, so uh, me and my mom, obviously, you know, we came here by ourselves first. We stopped in Ontario after we crossed the border. I mean, and um, we have family out there, Ontario, California. And from there, we came to Aurora, which most of my family, like my uncles and everybody else that migrated before us, like that's where we came. And after that, like all my tios, primos, like we've been here ever since then. Um, But I love I love Aurora. You know, I I do. But West Side, right? Not West the East Side. Hell no. Not the East Side. Let's get it Damn. clear. <laughs> That's my stuff, bro. Thing. I didn't know it was a thing. We're on the east side, wait, just oh, so you know. Yeah. East side? <laughs> east side? That's where the podcast at. This is headquarters. This is headquarters, homie. Right? We're on the east side, right? Yeah, you oh, okay. This is literally the east side. Yeah. Literally the east side. I, I don't know. I'm just talking shit. <laughs> nah, yeah, like, you know, I put it in my GPS every day. She's like, oh, how do I get there? You do not put your Shut GPS. Shut up. I was no, going to no, say, no, you know I'm how playing. to get here, probably. Bro, you guys say you come here at least four times a uh, month, wait. Mm-hmm. There's no way. <laughs> nah, I got it down packed. <laughs> so what got you into podcasting? I mean, if I'm being serious, so I don't know. You said you heard my episode with Kenji and stuff. Right? I don't know if you remember like what happened, but I did a little bit of time in county. And when I was in county, um, I was fairly new to the fact that they had fucking tablets that you're able to text on and watch movies on and stuff. And not only did they have radio, but they had podcasts like self motivation podcast. Um, and that's where my recognition or like I wasn't even aware that podcasts were really even like a thing, to be honest. Like, you know, this was back 2019. So for like four years ago. 
And then after I got out of county, um, that's when Kenji started doing like the Talking My Shit podcast. And I'm like, damn, like this is really a thing. Like people are really doing it. Um, once I started seeing him do it and then me getting in tune with like um, Million Dollars Worth of Game and like all the other podcasts that I was like really listening to, people would tell me like when I brought it up to my friends, they're like, dude, you'd be perfect for it. Like you have a good voice. <coughs> you know how to talk to people. You're a great conversation starter. And I was like, man, you know what? Like, it's now or never. You know, like, I'm going to really kick it off. I'm going to buy myself my little MacBook, my mic, and let's get it. So ever since then, like, I've I've been, you know, trying to network, like, even with you guys, yeah. you know. Like, I'm grateful that you guys even gave me the opportunity to even come, 100%. you know, and do it. Because it's, it's dope to see other people, their setups, how they go about their stuff, like, it's like inspiring in a way, you she know. Was, she was testing that hater, bro. She was like, let me see how much they hate. If they don't bring me on, they hate Right. It. I was like, if they don't bring me on, they fake as hell. Nah, <laughs> Just kidding. Nah, not at all. No, somebody had um I can't even remember. Somebody had shared one of your guys' like little stories on Instagram or something. Oh, okay, gotcha. And that's where I found you guys because I saw that you guys were like a Chicago based like podcast. So I'm like, oh, like they're nearby. Like, let me check them out. And your guys' episodes are dope. Even the one you guys did with that girl, Danny or Donnie. Oh, yeah. that was a yeah. good episode, like with the whole kids and everything. That was really yeah, good. Yeah, that was, that was uh, crazy. The most recent one, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. We had one after that, but yeah. Simone. With like a guest. I guess. Simone. Yeah, 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 yeah with yeah. a guest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm gonna backtrack, and if you don't mind talking about this, no, yeah, yeah, about yeah. you, you said you did some time. I did. You in Open County. I did. And that was a wild story when I heard it uh, yeah. on Ken's pod. Yeah. I was like, damn. Um, I'll let you yeah. go into it. I don't want to butcher your story. No, no, no. Yeah. Um. So like back in 2017, um, I had an accident like in Aurora. Like I don't know if you guys are familiar with the era. Our area. Um, it was on Lake Street, New York Street, and I had an accident with a pedestrian, which is really unfortunate. And even till this day, like, it doesn't sit right with me. But you know, life goes on. I learn from my mistakes. Um, so basically, you know, I had the accident with him. Um, I left the scene because I was scared. You know, I realized, like, I was like, you know, it's not a fucking trash can or something in the middle of the street it's not a fucking deer like it, it must have been a person that i hit you know like there's no way that you know something just hopped over my car was this at nighttime Sorry. it was it okay. was at nighttime yeah so it was at nighttime and um i called the police when i got to my house and obviously the first thing that they're gonna do is dui test you you know so i did the sobriety test i blew or whatever and they were like okay you know we know that you're not drunk or anything. We know that you're not, you know, under the influence. But, you know, by law, we have to go take you to the hospital and you have to give us blood. And I was like, for what? You know, like, what do you need my blood for? You know, and they're like, oh, we just want to make sure that you don't have anything else in your system. And I'm like telling them, I'm like, sir, like, I smoke weed. So you're going to find weed in my system, you know, and I don't want that shit to come back on me. And, you know, police being police. Oh, no, you're fine. You know, we're not going to test it for that. I was stupid. I was naive. At the time, I'm 22. Lawyer? Yeah. But at now, you would now be like. Now, I know. Don't. Yeah. Hell, yeah. Okay, like, okay. even even like when I did talk to my lawyer after that, he was like, man, I wish you would have known what you know now. You should have just said no, and they would have suspended your license for Which six we'll months. Which we'll go into that. So continue yeah. your story. We'll so, go into that. So, you know, they, I was like, I was scared for my life. You know, like, I was like, fuck, like, this is real life shit, you know? And I'm, like I said, I'm 22. I'm young as hell at the time, which I'm, I'm 28 right now. So it's a big difference. And um, they were like, oh, well, you know, let's go to the hospital, blah, blah. So we went to the hospital. They took blood. They took urine. And they send it out to a lab. So they have to wait for the results to come back for them to even try to charge me. They let me go that night. So I was like, all right, maybe, you know, they just know it's a freak accident. It could have happened to anyone, you know. A couple months later go by and I'm like literally about to go to sleep. Like, I'll never forget it. It's a fucking Sunday night, I swear. And I'm like, T-shirt, shorts, like getting ready to go to bed. And I hear like, like on my fucking door at the time I'm staying with my parents and it's 11 o'clock at night and I see like cop cars like it wasn't like one or two. It was like 
five canine units a paddy wagon like i'm like freaking out i'm like what the fuck is going on so they like knock on the door i open the door and they're like yeah um we're looking for carla huerta and i was like yeah that's me and they're like okay we need you to step out and i'm like fuck like what's going on and they're like yeah we need you to turn around mind you i don't even have no shoes on like i that was like the lowest of the lowest that i felt that they would just take me like that you know they arrested me question real quick and there was mm-hmm. no communication with the police after that nope so they didn't even reach out and say they didn't hey, we're reach working out on this, this is no what... so they're never on your side they're ne- they were never on my side at all they just looked at me like hey she did this and that's it you know like got let's it, get it. the okay. evidence let's charge her let's get to it you okay. know so yeah after like they cuffed me i was like asking the guy like i was like sir you have to tell me what you're charging me with like i don't understand why i'm in handcuffs about to get on this paddy wagon what the fuck is going on and they're like, yeah, we're charging you with the aggravated DUI. I'm like, what? What the fuck are you talking about? What do you mean aggravated DUI? You know, like what? And they're like, yeah, your um, samples came back positive for marijuana. I'm like, dude, I told you guys that. I told you that that was going to happen. You know, if that was the case, like, obviously they weren't going to tell me, hey, don't do it. You know, they're not. Right, right. They can't they're do that. They're not on your side. Exactly. So I was like, fuck, like, this is real. So they ended up taking me to APD, but my mom a real one my mom dude she went up there five minutes like they didn't even try to put me in a cell or anything they literally took my fingerprints and they're like yeah somebody's already here to pick you up and when she picked me up and i got in the car like that's when it really sunk in me like i was like dude i'm about to fight a felony like i never asked for this to happen to me i never wanted this to happen to me i don't know why it happened to me i started questioning God a lot like I started really being like por qué yo you know like por qué a mí like por qué me pasó esto a mí you know I never wanted to hurt the man intentionally you know I never wanted to do that so I fought the case for two years after that this was 2017 and in May of 2019 was my last hearing technically um and they charged me they ended up charging me with an aggravated DUI but I did a cold plea so technically instead of going to trial and having the jury decide what it was I let the judge decide my sentencing so it was really in her hands you know and the whole time like and this is why I always say like I'm kind of glad how everything happened how it happened because within that time frame that they kept like extending the court dates the judge that was appointed to, you know, my case, um, he had a daughter that died from a drunk driver and they used to call him Hingham Halleck. So anybody that came in that court day or, or court that had any type of DUI, was he done. was he was sensing them like, oh, you're gone. I'm giving you it's the mask. Personal. You yeah. know, it's personal for him. And it just so happened to be that the year before they sentenced me, which was 2018, he retired and another judge got appointed to me. So she was freshly new. She kept extending the dates because she wanted to see the facts. She wasn't just going to give me 12 years, which was the max. You know, she was going to really look at what happened, realize what happened and really be fair with the sentencing. So they extended it. And then, you know, when I ended up going to court, the family was there. And it was really tough for me because, you know, the guy ended up passing away. From the, from the injuries he was in a coma for about a year and a half and the reason why i did a cold plea was because if i didn't do the cold plea they would have changed the class four to a class two so that would have been non-probationable i would have had to go to prison regardless whatever the sentencing was so she was like you know at the court date she heard the facts um they brought up you know the fact that he was drunk. He had stuff in his system as well. So he wasn't really conscious at the time either, you know? Which is probably why he walked into exactly, the street. You know, and it was it was crazy, you know, because she said in the court date, she's like, look, <laughs> after overlooking everything, overseeing everything, this is going to be really tough for me and for the other family. You know, I want to tell you that I know that you didn't do this on purpose, but I'm going to have to sentence you to 180 days in King County, you know, Adult Judicial Center, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, whoa, like, that's when it hit me. I'm not going home. Like, I'm going to stay here. This is my home for the next six months. Like, I was in total shock. Like, I felt like anxiety overtook my body. I started having an anxiety attack. Like, it was crazy. It was crazy for me to have gone through that so young. But 
when I was in county, <laughs> I had enough time to really think about a lot of shit. A lot of shit. Like, I thought about what I wanted to do with my life when I got out, different things that I wanted to do. At the time, I was in a really toxic relationship. I saw that that wasn't good for me. Um, it was just it was just crazy. I wouldn't change a thing, and especially being in there. Like I told you, you know, I felt like God really dropped the ball on me. Like I was like, dude, my whole life I had a great childhood, great parents, you know, great family. And now I grow up and why do I have to go through this? You know, like he humbled me. He took away everything. At the time I was doing insurance, making great money as a 22 year old. And then for him to take that away from me, you know, I was like, get the ease for you to do this to me, you know. But I felt like those things had to happen in order for me to get out of county and go twice as hard. Like everything had to be taken away from me for me to be better. And I, I to this day, I wouldn't change a thing. I'm not going to lie. Like it sucks and it hurts me. I still have PTSD and nightmares because I know that I caused someone's life. But knowing that I didn't do it intentionally makes me like, OK, you know. Now, can we go into details of like what happened that night? Like, where were you coming from that night? So, like I said, you know, I was in a toxic relationship. Um, I was going to my best friend's house and she's a chef. So she was like prepping because she was doing plate sales in Aurora. Now she lives in Atlanta, but at the time she lived in Aurora. Um, And me and my boyfriend at the time were arguing and I was like hitting her up. I was like, hey, girl, like I'm going to go to your house. I need to get away. I just need to leave. You know, like, let me go and vent to you, whatever. Girl shit. Yeah, yeah. And that's what happened. I got into an accident. I always think about it. I should never left. I should never left the house. I should have just dealt with him. Little things like or whatever, that. you know? Yeah. Like Little, the small decisions that cause the small decisions. Yeah. And but you know what? That really taught me because yo soy bien like actual the emotions. Like I always act on my emotions. If I'm mad, let me get the fuck out of here. You know, I don't want to deal with you. It is what it is, you know? Or if like you know, I'm very like impulsive i should say you know i'm very impulsive and that was an impulsive decision I, w- I just wanted to get away from him i wanted to be away from everyone like i wanted honestly i was gonna go to her house just to smoke you know so that changed everything for you going forward yeah now you yeah. sit back and contemplate mm-hmm. before making decisions yeah like absolutely <laughs> now you you got the the time in, in jail right mm-hmm, 180 mm-hmm. days mm-hmm. you're feeling at your worst did yeah. you see the family's reaction? Yeah. Because they wanted you to get the max? Yeah. I mean, even um, before she sentenced me, they did, like, an impact letter, which one of the sisters, like, wrote. They get to read it out? Yeah. And <coughs> the guy, like, he had a son, you know, which was, like I said, was unfortunate, you know, because obviously I had a son, too. Um, so she was just like, you know, now I'm going to have to be the one to take care of him. He's going to have to grow up without a dad. And obviously that it's sad, you know, like I didn't want that, you know, but I did. They were they were crying. They were upset during the time that I was fighting the case. I had ran into like the sister. Um, they're from around. Yeah. Too. Yeah. So I had ran into the sister and she was just like, I remember I was at Chili's with my friend and I didn't even know who she was or what, but me being friendly, how I am, like, she was like, oh, hey, Carla, like, but she said it like in a, like a, like a, yeah, bitch, you see me, you know, and I was like, oh, hey, and like, I turned around, I saw her and I realized who she was. And I was like, damn, like, they're on me, you know, like, they're on my ass. And when he passed away, the day that he passed away, like, they messaged me and she was like, you're a fucking killer bitch you killed my brother he died this morning so that you know right there like that hurt me too this you is know? through social media this is through social media so i ended up having a blog like all his family members his mom his sisters like because and i i didn't feel like they were harassing me but like in a way like i was like i don't have to deal with that you, you know disconnect from yeah that. because i i all the time like i would put myself in their shoes if somebody did that to my sister I would probably be hurt the same way. You know, I would probably be mad at the world. I would be so upset, you know, that why, why did you do that to her? Did they have anybody sensible in the family that was like, no, no, everybody was going Mm -hmm. in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm widows. So 
you know, para ellos it's like they're probably like pinche latina or something. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. You know? But it was it was tough. It was it was really really tough. And it's it's crazy now because one of my friends and I'm I mean, uh, I don't know if you guys seen it or not, but he's kind of going through the same thing um but in DuPage County. He had an accident back in April and it was a three-car accident and the lady that he hit passed away. Ooh. But they're trying to give him like a lot of time and his bond is like a million dollars but was he actually drinking mm-hmm. yeah it's a little different yeah That's i guess actually, no no different. no that is true that is, i mean it is true but just to see him like go through that and just like seeing how the family same thing no like they're not like you know caring about you know the situation like they're hurt you know i don't blame them but i see you know both sides like from them and like knowing what he did knowing what i did like gotta, yeah, i'm very empathetic to this because it wasn't intentional it wasn't intentional you know what i mean it's not like right. he went out and like i'm gonna do this right right so, right, right. Yeah, yeah it wasn't intentional I, that's how you you understand that side as well mm-hmm. now question I'm, I'm gonna backtrack a little bit that toxic relationship that you have did it end as as soon as that happened that did, did he stick around he or? stuck around okay. yeah he, he definitely stuck around um he went through all the court dates with me he was he was there for me you know he really was um it was tough because like right before i was like going in the county um obviously you know like i knew come on guys are guys Nah, he was gonna hold you down. Hell no, nah, he didn't hold me down. He didn't hold that <laughs> shit. I don't, I hope he ain't even oh, listening shit. to this, but I'm gonna talk my shit. He no. was gonna hold you down. No, nah, I'm like, how the hell am I the one in jail and you're jail talking me? What type of shit is that? <laughs> <laughs> you selling me a dream. I'm the oh, one supposed shit. to be in here, like, baby, when I get out, we finna get married, like, you know? No, that's crazy. <laughs> he was supposed to be the one in jail. That's no, funny. No. I'm telling you. So it was like, I, I, I literally, like, I learned a lot about myself in there. That was the most sober that I had ever been in a long time, probably since the time that I was pregnant. You know, no smoking, no drinking, <coughs> nothing. It was just straight in the cell. Did six- you quit smoking? What, after I no. I got out of county? Yeah. Hell fucking no. No. Okay. <laughs> no, hell no. I'm, but I'm going to tell you why. I have a lot of anxiety. I have and really, it, helps, it helps so much. Now, you mentioned God, too. Yes. You know, God dropped the ball on you. He did. But and then you didn't. came out. And where where you at with God now? Uh, my faith and my spirituality is big. It's really big Catholica? You know what? That's what I was going to say. I grew up Catholic. Mm-hmm. I grew up Catholic my whole life. Me bautizaron, did my first communion, everything. But in county, it was technically Christianity, mm-hmm. the Bible, yeah, everything, yeah. you know, which is funny because recently I started going to Bible studies and my grandpa, it is in Catolico, super, super Catholic. And I had shared it with my family and I got back to him and he came to me. He's like, un pajarito me dijo that you're going to Bible studies what religion is it? And I'm like, oh, it's, I guess, Christianity. Mija, no. Es es pecado mortal. Like, you know, telling me, he's like, you, no, you can't do that. Like, you were born as a Catholic. We baptized you as a Catholic. Like, you can't do that, you know? And my mom was there, like, when he was telling me, he even pulled out the fucking Bible, like, the Catholic Bible, you know? Because, like, the real Bible, the Christian Bible, has an Old Testament, New Testament, you know? And he was like... Eso no es de verdad. Like, he was just, like, telling me. And my mom was like, look, whatever you feel at peace with, whatever you believe in. Handle it. Handle it. If you feel at peace going to Bible studies and if you feel like God is talking to you through the word that you read or your everyday life, you're the one that has to deal with him. You know, I don't care if you're Buddhist. I don't care. Whatever it is that you want to do, you're going to do it. You just have to believe in something. You can't be walking around here like a lost soul. You got to have faith in something. And I, like, the whole time that I was in county, I swear to you, like, I felt like he talked to me. Even the first day that I got there, dude, when they booked me, I was going crazy because my son, my job, like, I, I literally felt like I I got stripped down to everything. Even from the time that they were asking me to take off my clothes and open my legs and, like, you get stripped down to nothing, you know? And the room that they put me in, literally when I walked in in big-ass fucking letters, like, huge letters it said god is real what other sign do i need other than that that come on like well you got also got to think that 
they gotta latch onto something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, no. But it was like it was like it was like they could have put me in any other room. No, that's true. You know what I'm saying? They're also the same thing, though. Just so you know. Oh, that's messed (laughs) up. No, hell no. He's like, come on, don't believe Uh, it. We're not gonna gonna try Uh, to downplay it. Hey, this is your story. Yeah, no, I I I felt like I felt like that was one of the things that I needed because like in that moment, like I was like, no creía nada. Like I felt like I was like, dude, like am I really fucking going through this? And for me to have seen that like on the wall, like I was like god is real okay god is real cool from let's the, start off with that it, let's start off with that god is real okay i didn't have weed to smoke so i was like i let me pick up this bible let me you know whatever i don't know you didn't pick up the bible the first day i did no way it's libros. what else i wasn't gonna read fucking judy mcgooty I mean, sit-ups sit push-ups no no. I didn't have no energy. Imagine like imagine yourself like, in a situation. The last thing you're gonna want to do is a push up. I don't know what I'm saying. That was I'll like that was like book. two weeks in. That was like two weeks in right. that I was like working out. <clears throat> then you know I had to get my mind right. But the first days, like I was trying to get my mental straight because I was going crazy. You're like, why? Why am I here? You yeah, no, and just real place. and just realizing like, dude, the cell is not even as big as this room. It's like probably like have like from where this closet is to here. How was did you have another? Uh, I had a, I, yeah, I had another. Uh, did you cell. get lucky with the Sally? The first one, she was all right. She put me in a, on a lot of games. She told me who to talk to, who not to talk to. She told me how to do this, how to do that. Um, but the rest of the time, I had a Sally that was crazy because we knew the same people, and she made my time go by really quick. Because every night felt like a sleepover. You know, we're fucking up playing cards, playing Monopoly, making food. Like, she made my time go by fast. That person's still in? No, no, no. She actually moved to Florida when she got out, which she got out, like, a couple months before me. And um, when she was in county, like, she would do her own dreads. And she was good at it. And I used to tell her, like, bitch, like, do that shit. You know, now she has 12K followers. On fucking Instagram, she's booming out there. She's doing like um, basketball players here in Puerto Rico. Like, she's really doing her thing, thing. you know? So it's crazy. Like, I'm telling you, like, how you go through something and, like, in ese momento, like, I felt like my life was over. Pero yo no pensaba, like, en el futuro, lo que iba a venir after the six months. I didn't think about that, you know, until, like, probably, like, my fourth or or fifth month when I'm like, okay, ya me lo voy a salir. ¿Qué voy a hacer? What am I going to do? I can't get out of here and be lost like i gotta have a game plan i gotta know what i'm gonna do i gotta know where to start you know which like i said you know no soy de aquí so the only thing i had was my daca and i lost it because of the felony so no tenía seguro como iba a trabajar you know all i've ever known is an office job were you able to fix that no no question did anybody test your gangster man what yes yes because of the fact that when I went in there, like, I didn't know a lot. So I wasn't talking to a lot of people. And a lot of females would just, like, be very indirect. Like, there was a TV room. And I remember, like, the first instance that I had, this girl was like, oh, can you go get the remote? And I was like, oh, like, I, no. Like, I'm not going to go get it. Like, why don't you go get it? You know? She's like, I just asked you. I don't care. I'm not watching the TV. I'm over here coloring. Like, why the fuck do I need to go get it? You know? So girls do that or just inmates overall. A ver con quien pueden. You know? And that's what my first cellmate told me. If anybody asks you to do something, do not fucking do it. Have them do it. If they're capable of doing it, doing it. Because they're trying to see who they can push around. And they're trying to see, you know, who's going to do what. So I was like, all right, you know, and that ever since that time, like that, I talked back to her, like nobody said shit to me. Like everybody's like, OK, she's going to stand up for herself. But bitches really weren't on shit in there. The CEOs, King County overall was very strict. They oh, that was in Kane? Yeah, it was King County. The CEOs, everybody like it was super strict. Like the girl pods, casi no había peleas because they don't play that shit. You fight in there, you're catching another case. Period. Mostly uh, minorities. Um, It was. Honestly, it was a lot of white people in there. Mostly, like, heroin addicts. It was a lot of dopies in there detoxing. It was nasty, man. It was Damn. it was crazy. The girl showers, like, girls were shitting on themselves. Like, Damn. it was, yeah, because you're detoxing. You got to yeah. think about it, you know? Like, they were throwing up. It was nasty. It was, it was gross in there. I'm not going to lie. It was way different than what I heard the guy pods were like. 
guys were a little more rowdy, they would fight. And when they would fight, they would lock us down. So we would always be pissed. Like, oh, my God, now it's them fighting. Now we got to lock down on our free time just because they have to secure, you know, make sure that their pot is okay and nothing else happens on ours. Now, is food better than... uh any other prisons probably is it the same it was disgusting it was terrible and i'm already picky as it is you're in cane though like masuero hell no nah, the were, fucking man the cornbread right. was a choking hazard yeah, <laughs> the, it was dry it was nasty you yeah had it too? Oh, yeah oh damn kool-aid had no sugar you were in king county no i was in dupage oh no yeah no i i it's different in dupage yeah, yeah but they would have this thing called um like you can order commissary and people can order shit for you. It used to be called Fresh Favorites. And this is like room service. It's basically like room Gee, service. And they tight. would bring it up, man. That's why I always <laughs> tell my mom, I'm like, if I ever get on with this podcast shit or whatever it is that I do in life, woman, you ain't got to worry about a thing. Because I promise you, those Fresh Favorites, no están baratos. This shit's like 20 bucks, you know? And I was getting three a week. So imagine like her sending me that shit, you know, like she was back on Similac sh- for you, bro. Man, for real. She was taking care of me. Like I man, my parents helped me the fuck down. Man, I even my family, like, I would never ever have to worry about money on my books. It was always money on my books, all the time. Never missed a meal in there. Always I was straight. I was straight. That's why I have so much appreciation for my family and my friends now. Because when I was really down, like, they had my back. That's, like, at the lowest that you could be in. Did you see some people, like, move away, stay away? That that Friends? you thought, Yeah, that you yeah. thought were going to be mm-hmm. down? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And they just disappeared? Yeah, it was like, um... I mean, they reached out when I got out of county. But it wasn't, like... <laughs> It was more shocking to me to be like, why are you reaching out now when you knew what I was going through? You know, you didn't have to put money on the phone. You could have sent me a letter. You ghosted them? Yeah. Honestly, like, I I wasn't like, hey, I don't fuck with you. Fuck you. I wasn't doing that. You just knew it was. Yeah. I just knew. You know how, like, when you learn how to fuck with people accordingly? That's how I was. Like, I was like, okay, I wash my hands with you. There's no hate. Because that's what it says in the Bible, you know, you have to learn how to forgive. And I forgive them, you know, because I, they didn't have to do that for me. They didn't they I, I didn't have to or they didn't have to, you know, be there for me how I expect them to be. But the fact that they weren't there and me knowing what I was going through, like I was like, damn, like it is what it is. But it probably just shows you like that, like if, if you're counting on a friend or if you have a friend let it be something meaningful and then purposeful mm-hmm. than just having people like, oh, yeah, he's cool. That's my homie. But in reality, he goes through something. That's really not my homie. Yeah, no, you know no. What I mean? like, but it was crazy because the people that were my best friends didn't reach out and the people that I least expected reached out. That's crazy. Right? Yeah. That shit fucked my head up. I would get letters from people that would be like, girl, I didn't even know that you were in there. how do i reach you you know your mom said you can text text me you know because you could text on the tablets did that get annoying though after a while like i know you're stuck in there and not much to do but when it's people that you really don't want to speak to like you're like "Ah, come on man hell no i love talking to people uh, anybody yeah anybody like honestly i missed home so much that when i did talk to my friends like it felt like I was on the outside. It felt like I was. They were. They would call me and tell me the tea, girl. Guess what happened this week? You know, and I would feel like, man, like I'm almost out. Like that shit would help me look, have something to look forward to, you know? Because cuando estás ahí, no hablas con nadie, and you're just talking to your cellmates or whatever, and they don't know if they're going home. One doesn't know if they're going to prison. So it's just you get in that environment and you get depressed. It's depressing, honestly. Like it's really fucking depressing. So for me to talk to people on the outside, like I was like, damn. I'm like I can't wait to go home. I cannot fucking wait to go home. What was your first meal coming out? Man, I don't even want to tell y'all. You better not say Portillo's. No, I'm embarrassed. I don't even say. Frijolitos? Well, you guys aren't from Aurora. Well, you are. I oh, went to no. Nickery's. Where Nickery's? The pizza? Nah, the breakfast place on Lake Street. Everybody talks shit about it. I don't know what that is. I've never been there. No, it's nah. good. Check it out. Be your, be you know, teach his be own. I think it's all right. It's it's just like really old and like it has such an old feeling and people say it's nasty. I I like it. I honestly I like it. My family likes it. That's like our go to. Like, pues vamos a Nicaris. You know, like that's what I had. And my parents like they love that. And breakfast. you wanted that, right? No, my no. parents took me. Oh, <laughs> at that point i didn't give a fuck what it was i just yeah. wanted outside hungry, food man that bacon tasted like the best bacon of my life yeah, i had right. it yeah eggs bacon hash browns yeah did you eat a lot 
No, no. Poquito? Yeah, because the people that would like, um, the people that I was in county with, they would be like, whatever you do, don't eat a lot because that's just going to fuck your stomach up. Your food. Yeah, like your stomach is not used to real food. You know, you're used to them like even like they would just feed us like pasta, bread, like it was all like carbohydrates, you know. So obviously like your body's like like I even got fucking like empachada at some point, you know, like just eating all that shit in there. Mm-hmm. I hated it. Like I hated that shit. Noodles. This a random ass question too. So out here, yeah. you get not that random. <laughs> like, <laughs> out <what>? here, <laughs> out here, like in six months, you might catch a cold or a fever or you know anything. Yeah, something seasonal, mm-hmm. right? Uh, allergies. Mm-hmm. In those six months that you were locked up, did you get sick? Hell yeah. But was it the stuff that they were feeding you or was it just like you felt like it was like, oh, I'm, I, I caught a cold? I got a cold. Okay. Yeah, I felt like I got a cold. Does that shit hit different in prison? Yeah, porque not, like if you're not, they would come and give you like basic medication like Tylenol or like Benadryl, you know, if you were stuffed up or something. You know what I had to do? Vendían los noodles, pero no like en vaso, like in the baggies. Yeah. And I would buy like the spicy chicken noodles and just drink the broth. Oh, okay. And you thought that was going to do it? I didn't have anything else at that point. Yeah, because it opened up my like sinuses? in my sinuses, you know. That's crazy. Yeah. So si no me daban y no te dan la medicina que tú quieres, and you gotta think about it. Every um, doctor call like that you put on the kiosk, it was seventeen dollars. Oh, so you were like, I ain't gonna. I ain't call gonna them. keep calling them, you know. And they only like si quieres medicina, <laughs> they'll give you one Benadryl, you know, like that. So I got you through for like th- two hours. Yeah, and then after that, I would have to either like. Um, put um we had like these little towels that you would use like wash rags i would have to like literally sit it like in the sink with the hot water and keep pressing the hot water to come out just so i could like put it on my face and try to open up my sinuses you know like that's the things that we had to do like even the little like the drinking the broth i felt like that helped me have you drank the broth now hell no (laughs) (laughs) but you know what's crazy when i got a county i tried to make a dip it was disgusting that's and I used crazy. the same fucking ingredients. It was gross. It was like noodles with fucking nacho cheese, pepperoni. Oh, just to see if it would be to good? see like I don't know why I craved it. Like I was craving and it. It was nasty. I'm like, man, let me make a dip. <laughs> that shit was nasty as hell. I threw it out. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? I'm institutionalized. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. <laughs> I swear. That's funny. That's I hilarious. know. It was horrible. I know I've been asking a lot, bro. Go ahead. No, you're good. You're good, bro. Because this is what I wanted to talk about too, right? The, your your experience and yeah. uh, you going to jail and whatnot and doing for you doing your time. Mm-hmm. But this is what got you into podcasting, then, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Mm-hmm. That, that's, crazy. that's how it started. Um, but obviously, you got out. Then you you first went on Ken's pod, right? Yeah. And then did he motivate you pretty much or was, was it kind of um, him as well? Like seeing him do it and then you're like, oh, I'm going to do this shit too? Yeah. I mean, I had already like seen him record a couple episodes. So I was like, I want to do that. You know, like I want to interview someone. I want to get to know them. I want to, you know, network. I want to do this. But when I did it with him and it flowed and it it just felt so natural to me, you know, like doing that. So I guess I guess you can say, yeah, that kind of motivated me. Yeah. And he would tell me all the time. Like I would ask him, like, Ken, I don't know where to start. He gave me pointers like he's the one. Hey, you know, use Anchor. You know, at the time it was called Anchor. Now it's called Podcasters. Right. Um, but he was like, yeah, you know, do this, um, start with your logo, blah, 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 you know, anything else you need, let me know. So he really like helps me a lot. I'm not going to lie. He really, really did. When we were out there, you brought up something um, where it's like, I guess to kind of elevate your pod, you do need to have like a team. A, a team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I agree 100 percent where it's like when you are doing it yourself, you you can only dedicate like. 25 percent for the mm-hmm. for the video now 25 percent for this so you can dedicate 100 percent to that craft mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and i and i'm bringing this up because um we have gotten people who message us mm-hmm. it's like what what are some of the pointers well you know like what what can we do to start a pod and, mm-hmm. and right now that i have you on um i want to ask you that as well like for people who are listening it's like uh some of the things that you've learned along the way of like starting your podcast, I know kind of you know gave you some tips, mm-hmm. but people that are listening right now, they're probably like, "Damn, like I, I want to start with you." Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like first and foremost, more than anything, you have to be consistent with it. You know, especially if you want to build your audience, you really, really have to be consistent with it. Which is why I'm so hard on myself now because I hadn't been consistent. 
be consistent with it um think about what you want to reach for like what audience you want to reach who you want to listen to your podcast um topics more than anything i had to like my name like the honesty bar podcast like i, I don't know even know how i came up with that i sort of got like you know just thinking of the name and the logo <laughs> Um, but that's like basic stuff. But more than anything, for sure, like you want to build your audience and really think about what you want to integrate in your podcast. Um, I think what you guys are doing is dope. The name Compas Unfiltered, you. you know, because it's like you guys are compas, unfiltered, talk about whatever you want, which is dope, you know. So I, I feel like, yeah, you really just want to emphasize on what you want your podcast to be like million dollars worth of game. You know, we talked about it a little bit right now, but the name itself, like, OK, lo vas a escuchar, what y'all talking about? You know, so I feel like, you know, if you want to start it, that would be one of the main things that you want to really emphasize on. Yeah, mm -hmm. I agree. I agree with you. Um, so I do have this uh, a topic that a listener sent in what? and they wanted uh, a female perspective on this as well. So I wasn't bring it up with the pod fam. Shout out the pod fam. But we got kind of caught up on other topics. So I'm like, I'm gonna bring it up with Carla. So I, I think it was like a few weeks ago. I had mm -hmm. asked, right, compa? I had asked, like, you know, what do you guys want to talk about? So then they're like, oh, bring this up. And they're like, but we want a female's perspective. Mm -hmm. So it's um, <clears throat> when your siblings hang out, but they don't invite you because your siblings partner doesn't talk to you. Ooh. How do you deal with that situation? Damn, that's tough. I don't know. I've never been in that situation, but I feel like if I was in that situation... I don't know. I'll probably tell my partner, hey, look, I'm about to go out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. No, I don't know. That's that's tough. I feel like why why don't they like him? I guess I should say. They didn't they didn't you know that scenario. that's all they Ah fuck. I mean we could make one up, right? He's a cheating ass motherfucker. I don't and know. they don't like the way he treats her or something. Hey. Nah, I feel like it would just I, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, I feel like it depends like on the you know like what the reasons are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the reasons are. Cause if it's like, oh, you guys just don't like him because he cheats on me, well, y'all aren't the one laying with him at night. You know, let me let me deal with my relationship. If you guys mm. can't respect that, then you know it is what it is. Um I say that because I did have a friend, I guess you can say that was in that scenario, and her sisters like they didn't like the guy so when she would go out he wasn't like toxic but he would be like well babe let me come with which i don't know why he would always want to come with regardless but they were like es que siempre lo traes y no te deja ser tú you know whatever and she'll be like dude like why don't you guys like him to come like he's just with us you guys are bringing your boyfriend sometimes what's the problem you know so i feel like it just depends on the scenario, I guess you can say. Me personally, like, if you guys don't like him because of that, like, then don't fuck with me. You know, I'm sticking by my man, my man, my man. Is that wrong? I No, no, I, I somewhat agree because I feel like once, especially once you take that next step and you're married, mm -hmm. like, your wife, your kids, they is come. your family. Exactly. That's your family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, everyone else... um, you love them, right? You love yeah. your brothers, your sisters, your mom and dad. Mm -hmm. Like, but this is your family. This now. is your family now. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people, even when they do get married, because I've seen those scenarios where they'll be like, well, I have to be loyal to my family. Like I, you know, and that causes problems in the marriage. Honestly, I've seen that. That causes problems. And you're gonna be so loyal, you're going to end up with your family. Exactly. Mm -hmm. you, exactly. Yep. And and like I said, you know, if I, I never judge like my friends from their issues with their man you know i could only be here to give you the best advice that i can whether you want to take it or not but you're the one that's gonna have to lay with them at night not me so if you want to be mad at him girl let's go out let's go get a drink and if you want to go back with him at the end of the night that's your business you and whoever else he's banging damn, Psych. damn. <laughs> he went there damn. damn you went right. there yo <laughs> he I, took it there my point was gonna be this um I say, you know, if you if that's your fam and they're 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 not inviting you, right? That she's saying that they're, they're not inviting, or he is saying they're, they're not inviting. inviting this person to the family gatherings because of a, the spouse of the. No, I'm not coming. You're not going. Yeah, yeah. I'm not I, coming. I say, don't go, bro. I'm not coming. I mean, you're that's... not getting invited, anyways. You know, don't try to go. Don't try to be part of it. Yeah. I guess it's more like, you know, how how do you feel or how would you take it? Because like you see your siblings getting together, right? Like you're I mean, the outsider. I salty. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I yeah, think anybody right? would feel salty. But at the end of the day, like, 
if you choose to be with that person, that's what you signed up for. You know, si no los van a querer, pues you have to stick by them. And you also can't, like, force people to invite you somewhere, right? Like, you are, this is, the feelings are yours. Yeah. So this is something you have to channel in and work on yourself. Okay, I'm not getting invited because of this, okay? Then you get to weigh it out. Okay, are they right? Am mm-hmm. I am I in mm-hmm. the wrong? Mm-hmm. Am I not focused? Am I not seeing something? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Am I not taking the right path here? Because if that's the case, then that's still something you got to work on, you I know? Agree, yeah. Not the people. Yeah, because sometimes, you, sometimes yeah. you can be in a toxic relationship and not really see what everyone is seeing. Hey, that's, you that's know? good, too. I've been in that. I've had to, I've I've been blinded by love. That happens. It happens to everyone, yeah. though. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think so. All the time. Yeah. yeah, I think so. But yeah, that's what I would go with too, bro. Channeling whatever's going on with you, figure out what they feel like that, and then boom, mm-hmm. try to try to solve solve the puzzle. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's definitely something. I try to I try to do that now more. I think back then I I would kind of like how you say you're just kind of just respond. You just kind of act. You just um. But react, react, you know, yeah, impulsive. And now I just try to look at it like, wait, like, am I the issue? Like, am I the one who's fucking up right now? Mm -hmm. Like, because why is everyone else okay with this situation and I'm not? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I really got to analyze it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. But I'm an overthinker, too, though. Oh, me, too. Oh, man. Yo, can we shout out the family, though, for being shady, too, though? (laughs) That's shady, dog. You want drama? No, no for I'm real. just saying, though. Get his putazos, man. I'm just like, I'm thinking about the whole thing. I'm like, man, that's that's a person's feelings. But, like, if it ain't that serious and y'all just not inviting, like, that's kind of shady. Thambien, Honestly, you know? that's shady. Like, respectfully, like, if there's no real issue, y'all just don't like the person, that's shady. Honestly, bro. that's shady as fuck. I'm, I'm glad that I've, personally, I've never had to go through that. My family is very, like... Not like respectful and non-judgmental. No conflict. Yeah. And like I come from a family where it's like y'all could have the worst of problems. But I said my vows and this is my husband, you know, and I'm going to stick with him through whatever. And it's long marriages, you know, versus like the new generation, which is kind of like. It ain't working out. Let's divorce. You know. Yeah. I I feel like that's just how it is. That's real. And quick side note, based on what you've said too, like. If you don't want people judging your partner, <coughs> keep your mouth shut. Exactly. Like, your, I problems, feel are, like your that's, problems are your problems. Yes. Like, solve them. Deal yes. with them. Don't go spreading Don't the go spreading them. No. Because then they are going to be then, judged. And I always say that, and I've learned that now that I'm older. <clears throat> um, you invite people to your relationship the moment that you open up whatever's in your home to the outside people. Now you're letting them have an opinion on your shit. You know, and that gets in your head, honestly, because like if you go talk to your girls and, you know, I, I, me and my girls, we talk all the time. But we know that there's some things that are not up for discussion, you know, because it's your guys's issues. And I, I personally, I wouldn't want my girl to tell me, girl, he ain't shit, blah, blah, blah. You know, let me deal with him, because at the end of the day, like I, if I want to look stupid in private, I'm going to look stupid in private. You know, I don't want anyone, hey, anyone talking shit right on me. There. I don't want anyone talking shit to me. You know, I don't want anyone having an opinion on my shit. And the moment that I decide that I don't want to be with this ain't shit ass motherfucker, I'm going to deal with that on my own. You know, and I've had to go through a lot of shit for me to be the way that I am now, because when I was younger, like I was toxic. Like, I'll admit it. I was toxic as fuck. But I think we all go through that. I think we do. Yeah. When we're younger, for sure. We all go through that stage. But I felt like I really you know had to outgrow situations and see shit for what it is and knowing like why does everyone have an opinion on my shit yo and on some real without you even saying anything your real friends will know oh yeah and they'll tell you before you even spread Mm -hmm. any information your real friends Mm -hmm. will let you know hey you're not the same Mm -hmm. what's going on what's going on hey man something's changed man i have a friend are you okay i have a friend boom boom boom. shout out my friend rosanna Mm -hmm. she's like that oh my god she's she'd be on point with that like she'd be like girl look if you don't want to talk about it it's fine but i ain't been noticing you being the same what's going on you know and she she has that aura where you can trust and talk to you know that's why i really love her but yeah dude your friends your real ones are gonna notice real are gonna know they're gonna know yeah absolutely i agree mm-hmm. so we got this last one that uh they sent in and it's um 
If you could be any other race besides Mexican, because we're all Mexican, what would it be and why? You trying to be a, like a good athlete? Or like, right. or like a, a good I mean, businessman? All right. I mean, if I want to be like on Wall Street, I'll probably want to be like white, you know? You want to be a good athlete? But if I want to be like, you know, a fucking rapper, I'll be like young golf or something. <laughs> I guess it just depends on what I want to be. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I would want to be any other. I never really thought about that. But I mean, I guess with just like the white supremacy and like the issues that black people have to go through on a daily basis and just even now, like the whole shit that happened in Alabama, it's fucked up. Yeah, you it's know? crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I've ever really thought about being another race. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. You, I mean. Like, Sensi- I've never sensible been like, people wouldn't. Yeah, like I'm just like <laughs> right, 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 I don't, right, don't want to be Asian. But that is a that know? is a cool like, question though. Would you guys want to be any other race? I wouldn't want to, but if like let's say They're I can't be Mexican and I have to be something else, obviously. What you would be I, white? No, I probably would be Asian. Asian? Yeah. Oh, you like math? What are you? Simon? No, why? Why Asian? That man's smart. They're smart. They're yeah, smart. They're smart. Maybe like can't drive for shit, but they're smart. I shouldn't say that, right? They make the best cars, though. Toyotas, bro. They don't. The best car? Toyotas are, man. Toyotas are they're good cars. Really? Yeah, they're reliable. No. Yeah. Why, what do you think? Don't yeah. say Chevy, bro. Nah. <laughs> I, got a che- I got a Chevy, too, bro. I like bro, Hondas. Nah. No. That's Korean, or what is it? I think it is Korean. Hondas? Hondas, yeah. Yeah, Hondas, I think, are Korean. I think. No. I, think so. I thought that was Nissan's. No, that's Japanese. Oh, Japanese. You yeah, going to look it up right now? I'm looking look up the Hondas. Hondas? Yeah. People are going to give a shit. Right? Are you looking it up way? Because hey, Volkswagen is German, right? Yeah. Where are Hondas made? Yeah, but in Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't even do it. I hate doing this, bro. No, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess Asian would be straight. I'm just thinking about, like, how smart they are. Because most of them are. Yeah. For the most part. I mean, you typing it up way? Yeah. Nah. Now we got to look it up, right? So, uh... I'm pretty sure they're Asian. You would go Asian? Yeah. Yeah? I'm pretty sure. South Korea. South Korea. Oh, they are Korean. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure Toyotas are like a Chinese-made car. No, I think Nissan are the ones that are Japanese. Nissans, I think, are Japanese. For sure. I had a a Nissan. Those are good, too. Yeah, I had a a Juke. Have you guys ever... No, no, no. a Nissan Juke? Those are newer. They discontinued it after 2016, but... Which is fucked up because this was the year before I had my accident. Um, I was driving on Church Road and the 17-year-old hit my car and it flipped. And I literally had gotten that car three months before. And I was so happy because it was like my dream car. It looked like a little spaceship. And I was like, fuck, my fucking car. So Toyota's uh, Japanese, it says. And then Nissan's Japanese as well. Yeah. Where the hell are Hondas made? So I would put it like this. Toyota, Honda, Nissan. For the best car? Reliable. No. Not, not the best, like, I want that. Yeah. More like if you want something reliable. I don't for think I would long, put Nissan there. For long no. term? I Nissan there. For long term? For long term, I, I would go to Yoda and uh, Honda. I thought, no, I don't know. Don't listen to me. I'm a girl. I don't know <laughs> shit about cars. Yeah, I, just, I just like how cute they look. <laughs> but look at it. Whenever you're on the on the road, just pay attention to how many old Toyotas are on the road. True. Facts. And old Hondas. Hondas. Facts. That is true. Little Honda Civics. Yep. Yeah. You're not lying Toyotas, about that. Hondas. Those are the ones that you see the most. Like, I mean, for me, I'd see Camrys all the time that were like super old. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you'd be like, damn, that's a Camry. I, even when I worked in insurance, like <clears throat> everybody would buy like little Honda Civics, like viejitos. Like, and, and, they'd run, and that man. was their work car you know yeah. that because they didn't want to drive like la mamalona to work yeah. you know they would drive their little shitty cars get it dirty whatever and then la mamalona was for los domingos well Facts. how the hell did we get into these car things because we started oh, talking about what be? Yeah, oh you damn be? that's crazy <laughs> you didn't answer what, what would you be? if you um, can't be mexican oh, man that's tough bro um y'all went real smart with it though you went because they're smart you said oh, maybe like maybe Italian. Oh damn the mob! I forgot about the mob. I would want to be Italian. <laughs> I'm not trying to be in the mob. <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> I'm not trying to get robbed, bro. Um, I don't know, man. I, I would still want to be Latino, though, bro. Maybe Colombian? Damn. You ain't talking about the mob, but you want to be with the cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> For real. Yeah. I'm trying to think, like, what? Yeah, I don't know. But I still kind of want to be Latino, bro. I would want to be some kind of Latino. Yeah. I think I'd probably say Colombian. And I'm... Yeah. Nicaragua's gone through some. Venezuela's going through some now. Really? <laughs> I don't know, bro. So I'm just... You know, I'm, Colombian? I, I, yeah, I'd say Colombian. From Bolivia. Okay. Bolivia. Bolivia? Well, Could be. I, yeah, I don't know. I'd go with some Latino. So I'd go with Colombian. All right. That's cool. Um, so we're going to wrap this up. Este... Do you have any shout-outs or anything like that before we end the pod? No, I mean, shout-out my friends. I know y'all probably listening. Thank you for having me. Well, thank this you was for coming a good on. episode. I feel like a whole vent session. I hadn't talked about that since Kenji's podcast. About, about the whole county shit? Yeah. yeah did I he have it. as many questions as we did? <coughs> um, Yeah, about the same question. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he was asking me more like, what did you do in there? I'm like, dude, I was a pod worker for a little bit, you know, so little shit like that. But no, I mean, it was I'm glad that I could come on here and and talk about it. And like maybe somebody had went through a similar situation or had to do time and maybe, you know, they got out and they, they were lost, too. But I just feel like um, if I could have a message or if I could, you know, leave this podcast with a message, I would say don't worry about the storm. You're always going to make it through like whatever. You just got to have faith. You literally just got to have faith and hustle and put whatever pain and hurt that you've ever been through into your grind and you're going to overcome it. I would say. I wanted to touch back. Do we have a little bit of time? Or go, no? ahead, go ahead. <clears throat> and I wanted to touch back. And that's a really good message. We never went back to the cops and <sighs> lawyering up and they're never on your side. Because they try to be nice to you, right? They weren't mm-hmm. rude. Oh, man. They're and that's kind of what, And that's what kind of <coughs> led you to go and say, yeah, I, was I don't have to nothing be, to hide. Yeah, I was, like, I was trying to be very cooperative. So for the people that are in situations like this, what, what type of message would you give them? Don't, don't say shit. Don't cooperate with them. Ask for your lawyer. Period. Don't trust them. I'm, I'm sorry. I Look, I know that when... We're going through shit and situations. Who are the first people we're going to call the cops? Because that's what we're, you know, like instilled, you know, to, oh, I need help. I need to call the cops. Uh, obviously, of course, if your heart, your house is on fire, breaking in, whatever. Of course, you know. Pero at the end of the day, they're doing their job. And their job is to. Put you in jail? Yeah. Especially like Ayo's, they didn't know anything about me. They didn't know if I was intoxicated. They didn't know what the scenario was. They just know we got this fucking bitch that just ran somebody over. Let's book her. And didn't go and and left or whatever. Mm-hmm. They probably, um, so don't talk. Mm-hmm. Lawyer up. Lawyer don't up. cooperate. Nope. And that's it. That's I wish it. I would have known that. I swear to God, I wish I would have known that. But I feel like because I didn't know that, everything played out how it did. And I'm glad it did because now I know what I know. Have you seen the cops that booked you? Hell no. But if I did, I wouldn't even have. I wouldn't say anything to him, to be honest. God was testing you right now, bro. (laughs) Honestly, the old me, I would have been like, you been on Yeah, no. But now how I am, he he was doing his job. It is what it is. You know, he did his job. He got got to me. And I got to let it go. You know, this. I got out of county November 2020. You got to think about it. It's almost three years now. I've had a lot of time to have growth since then. I've been through a lot of shit since then. My mind and the clarity that I have now is way different than then. So I feel like I'm in a really good headspace. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. Oh, yeah. You dropped some gems today, man. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah. No, thanks for having me, honestly. I'm really glad I came. That's dope. Make sure you guys follow the Honesty Bar podcast available everywhere. Every- Not YouTube yet. Not YouTube yet. Coming soon. Y'all Coming motivated soon. me. That's what's up. Very soon. Very soon. Uh, all your socials. You want to drop your socials? Um. Yeah. So Insta, Wo Carla Wo. Facebook, if you want to add me, Carla Huerta. And I think that's really it. Yeah. Just that. Don't add me on Snapchat. That's personal. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> are you saying them that for real or are you just saying don't that add ass, me? don't add me okay. i'm not gonna prove you I'm oh, okay, just, I'm okay. Just kidding. no but yeah all right cool i didn't i, didn't, I was like are you just saying no. that like, <laughs> don't add me on snapchat okay. right. now you're gonna have people looking for you though i like, know no 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 don't look for me no <laughs> <laughs> you're making it worse you're making it worse oh man all right we're gonna wrap this up thank you again for coming out yeah thanks we really appreciate it <laughs> Um, this is this Compass and Filter. It's on Spalota. Oh, Peace. Peace.